Welcome everybody back to another episode of the Fantasy Football Goons Podcast with your boy Ocho, Big Tim, and Cousin Joe. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. What's up boys? Another week of football in the books and we're back on the Fantasy Football Goons Podcast. How's it going guys? Feeling fresh as always, brother. Going good, boys. It's going good. Fresh as fuck, eh, Cousin Joe? I am. Yeah. Okay, Tim, so, Tim and I are coming off a nice winning week with some bad lines, bro. So it's uh <laughs> Yeah, bro. Oh, you you had a good uh yeah, it was an okay week last week to be honest. Yeah, honestly uh if it wasn't for uh you know my dumb teaser with uh, the Atlanta Falcons worth my luck of the week it would have been a great week, but uh Yeah. It was all no- so we'll take it. Yeah, no. I don't know. Was, I, yeah. I really don't know what to think of the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I still we can, think they're shit, right? We they're can start shit. there. <laughs> Here's the real here's the truth, guys. Um, and I don't want to come off as a bias, but it's a good example. The last spot in that NFC race is pretty much up for grabs. It's pretty much completely up for grabs. And any bro. any team can kind of come out of nowhere. And the reason why I was saying I don't want to be biased, but like you could see with we're gonna I know it's only one week, but you could look like with Carolina getting Newton back, now they're five and five. Eagles are starting to look good, like it's very interesting the NFC that last spot. But uh, to, to answer what you said, Tim, do I think the Falcons are shit? I mean, is the Pope Catholic like <laughs> the the thing with the Falcons is right? How many wins do they have now? Four wins. Four. Yeah. Wins. Four, Four wins. Yeah, I think all those wins are against like what one win teams, one or two win teams, and they're all like with last second field goals or something, right? Who had what four game winning field goals this year? So like they're shit. You're absolutely right. They're really shit. I don't know why I was on them last week, but they're bad. I love it. I love it. They're bad. Yeah, they're it's, honestly it's really week, the Patriots are gonna absolutely embarrass them on Thursday. I've been wrong about every Thursday pick, but I can't see Belichick choking. Honestly, Tim, I totally disagree, bro. I think it's gonna be a close game, like all the other primetime games. I think it's gonna be absolutely close game. Um I you think know, Patterson's others... out, eh? Exactly. Yeah, so what? <laughs> Honestly, well, what, who, they're gonna use Mike Davis. He last game, I think he had 15 carries for. But here's the yards. point: the point is to like, oh, how many times have you seen a game where like backup quarterbacks have come in and they've they've held tough? Even it, it, I don't, I don't like the spot. Seven points at home, Falcons personally, but we'll get into that uh, when we get to the lines. But I do think, um, and I'll get to a very strong reason why I think Falcons would be the better bet. But um, I do think the Falcons are aren't, aren't one of the good teams here out of all the other ones that I mentioned, like a lot of other NFC teams that are better. Joe, um, I still think you're on the right side last week, man, even though it didn't turn out that way. Yeah, I mean, I definitely faded the public. The public was really heavy on the Cowboys, and I, I actually thought it would be a little cooler considering that they just got dismantled by the Broncos, but it was the complete opposite, and it was it was a, it was a very uh, – public uh you know uh heavy pick and it actually pulled through but my god you know what the difference maker was bro you look at the game against the broncos and how they started off 0-2 on fourth down i'm talking about the cowboys offense and that how you know obviously gave momentum to the broncos in this game they went for it on two fourth and shorts i think one was actually like a fourth and five they converted both and they brought they uh they converted them into touchdowns so you know you made the falcons go down like three tds and uh, next thing you know uh it was just a shit show so yeah, I so, mean, guys, I know it's hard. I think for us three, we were, we're kind of I I I I've always kind of hated the Cowboys. I don't know about 
what you guys feel about this team, but oh, I can't Matt, bro, this is a fucking this is one of the best teams in the league, in my opinion, man. Like I can't I, I gotta stop denying it at this point. They I mean, are yeah, they are. Like it's Tim, what do you think, man? They're a great team, but they're like they're like a team that could lose to any other team, just like my Chargers, right? They're a good team on paper, whatever. They show that they could be the best, but then they'll lose to a garbage team. Like I think the Broncos are a bad team. Yeah, they got killed to them. You know, like yeah. they got killed. So, well, look, I'm gonna say what I, you know, what I told a lot of my buddies is that I, I just don't like the Cowboys as a, as a franchise. I'm not a fan me of Jerry neither, Jones. Me I neither, bro. So much, right? It's, it's like I'm not a fan of the organization, and I've been very for years about how I don't believe that they have a home field. And this is why if they make the playoffs yeah. and they will host the playoff game, I think they could get bounced in the wildcard round, bro. I really see it because the likelihood is they're going to have to face a team like the Rams or the Arizona Cardinals. And Absolutely. If are, and if those teams are healthy, like the Cowboys aren't winning. I'm sorry. Uh, to me, that's a neutral field and the more talented team is going to prevail. Like I, I think the Cowboys, it's funny because usually it's the NFC East with the, not having the best records, but coming in strong in the playoffs. Think we could see reversal obviously this is just wild speculation everybody but uh it's kind of a good segue guys because uh cowboys have a test this week and um they're playing the chiefs and we'll, we'll get into like analyzing that game but we got to talk about the chiefs i'll start with you Tim. are the chiefs back or do you still need to see more uh you kind of have to put it on mahomes right because the games they lost mahomes had terrible outings and this week he had he didn't have a great he didn't have that good of an outing did he? I don't know his exact numbers, but he had a decent I went to outing. bed. I, I fell asleep, bro. Yeah. Well, he he actually actually put on a show, bro. He, I think he had five touchdowns and four over four hundred yards. So it was a real like. Uh, I was in bed. Oh, he actually threw for five touchdowns yeah. by the end. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's true. Five, five kiddies, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's so true. There, think of it, yeah. So. I th- I think Mahomes, you know, there's a lot of criticism on him and stuff, and I think he's he's like really buckling down and he's he's hitting those short passes that they're giving him. Right, the games yep. they were losing, he kept trying to go deep or <laughs> he was throwing the ball like not like very accurately at his short targets, and it would go off their hands into interceptions. Like that's how my tr- the Chargers beat them. I think he threw like two uh, two slightly off throws on our side of a. Uh, in the red zone, I think both of them were in the red zone, and they're easy picks because his receivers couldn't hold on to them, and there was turnovers. I think that's their key. They just need to stay ahead of that turnover battle, and and they'll win. They'll yeah, be, they'll they, be like it's interesting total. how the AFC West now. I think Chiefs are in first, right? They were going into this, going into this week. They were last, I believe, and now they're first. Very interesting. Yeah, but I mean, it's a four way tie, right? Yeah, I so still like, think Chargers are the the best team in that division. And I mean, they have beaten the chiefs. I'd like to see the rematch, but uh, Joe, what do you think, man? Um, you think the chiefs uh, are back or do you still want to see more? Like the, I, I feel like this game against the Cowboys, if the chiefs can come in and absolutely annihilate the Cowboys, then, then I'm going to start being like, Oh, it's everything I feared when the chiefs started slow at the beginning of the year, start off slow, kind of get all crazy then come out strong at the end of the year, you know? Yeah, they're all valid points that you guys are making. And and in my opinion, I think that this is the perfect time for them to, you know, obviously start playing the type of football that they know they're they're capable of. And it doesn't always have to be that home run deep ball that, you know, Mahomes was trying so desperately to hit or, you know, or just forcing plays to Tim's point where, you know, you end up with these lousy interceptions. I think, you know, playing that intermediate game and, you know, taking what you could get with your running backs and, you know, obviously – 
he hit Kelsey for big numbers in the first half against the Raiders. You know, that's, that's, that could be your bread and butter and you could still have lots of success and still drop 41 points. You know, it doesn't always have to be that home run stretch to Tyree kill where you're going to have 200 yards at halftime, you know, like slow the pace down a bit. And this is what I've been saying for weeks, take what the defense gives you. And this is where, you know, we, we, we had a, a conversation about this uh, not too long ago, guys, where we were talking about, you know, the smarts of the veterans against, you know, some of these very talented young rookie quarterbacks. And I think a lot of these rookie, not rookies, but like younger QBs, like the Pat Mahomeses and, you know, the, uh, the Dustin Herberts and the Lamar Jacksons, you know, they've been getting by so much on their talent that they got to start learning how to read these, you know, yeah. because you look at what happened last Thursday with Lamar and I'm sorry, that's just like poor execution and not understanding what the defense is giving you. You know, and I feel that Mahomes has done a little bit of a better job there. You know, Andy Reid has adjusted. And if they continue playing in that fashion, they're definitely going to have a lot of success. And it's going to be tough to uh, to beat them uh, out of that division, which is obviously I think, very I think there was some, I guess there was some like upsets with the Panthers being the Cardinals. But I think the shocker of the week last week, guys, was this, that Dolphins-Ravens game. Um, what do you, I mean. You know, like coming they, into the, are can they I shit start the Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, are they shit the Ravens or? I wouldn't say the Ravens are shit, but I will say that I've always said Lamar Jackson's an overrated quarterback. He's an overrated quarterback. Yeah, okay, he's great. He gets 100 yards rushing like every second week. Okay. But you saw last week how much of an overrated quarterback he is. They were giving him, they were playing four across. They were blitzing with everyone, yeah. playing four defenders across. Everything was open. Everything was open. Exactly. He didn't make one good pass. He didn't make one good pass. He kept bouncing the ball to his receivers. I'm sorry, that's not a good quarterback. Like, no, it was a horrible game for him, bro. I totally agree. If defenses are like not, you know, well, you saw. Okay, sorry. Let me let me rephrase. Miami just blitzed the whole game, and he yep. did nothing. Yep. When he excels, it's because teams are trying to play cover, like cover his receivers, and he does have a good arm. Like he does have a good arm, and he has fast receivers, so he's able to throw it. His receivers are able to run under it and make some plays. I mean, uh, Hollywood Brown drops a lot of those plays, but still <laughs> you know he still makes enough of them. But that's that's True. the reason why, like you know, when you bet, if you go look at bet three six five every week, Lamar to throw two passing touchdowns is plus money. Yeah, every week. Wow. Yeah, almost um, every week. So he's very. I feel like yeah. he's hit or, hit or miss, guys. I'm starting to feel like with Lamar. Like it's either he, in, he in real football, he's a hit or miss. In fantasy, he's a hit because he rushes for 100 yards. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, oh, I know exactly. Usually, will still get you the points. But you know, it's very interesting, uh, Tim. Uh, I'm starting Newton over Lamar. Newton, Cam Newton's got a crazy stretch. Uh, I feel like it's pretty pretty good matchups. But I mean, like, it's crazy to think about, man. But I just feel like. Lamar, he can get you that 50-point week, but I feel like it's very hit or miss. Even in fantasy, man, like he, like you said, 100 yards rushing, and he's going to get two points. But, Joe, what was your assessment from that game? Um, We're still talking about the Ravens, right? Sorry, my bad. Yeah, Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. <laughs> well, you know, to, to my point earlier, I think it's just really about Lamar having to take what the defense gives him. You know, Tim brought up an excellent point, and I think that, you know, as you mature as a quarterback, and, you know, this is his third season now, he won an MVP, and I, I do believe that he won that MVP on 
strength of his legs and his overall talent, which, you know, you could win so many games being talented. Like I take nothing away from, you know, the fact that he's a very gifted athlete, but bro, like at some point when you play the most important position on the field that requires a little bit of intelligence. And, you know, this is not just a shot at Lamar Jackson. You know, I think even Pat Mahomes in his second season was open and vocal about not being able to read a defense, you know, and this is where coaching comes into play. And I'm sorry, but at some, I, I understand it was a short week and we can make all the excuses we want. They were on the road and, you know, the Dolphins defense really came out to play, but you got to make those plays, man. It's a one possession game. I want to see him with that football down five, bro. Not fucking, you know, allowing, uh, who was it, uh, Albert Wilson that uh, went for like 60 yards. and uh, Yeah, at the end there, that was ridiculous. That was yeah. insane. Come on now. And like oh. your your boy, Mike Kosicki, man, fucking, uh, he was your unit of the week two weeks ago. This guy, they, they, they fucking zero point week and, and he's a good player, man. Go so figure, eh? Yeah, I mean, like, look, I will say one thing. I said this in the, our chat a bit. Uh, like after the game, I'll give credit to the Dolphins. D, like it seems like I've always kind of liked Florio, um, Mike Tomlin in disguise, but you know, uh, I've always liked, I've always liked Mike Florio, and I do think they, they've got potential, and you saw it last year with that defense. So I'll give them credit, but overall, man, yeah, it's like these young quarterbacks really need to step up. And I mean, look, the Bills just came up. Well, I'll talk briefly about this. So the Bills, um, just came off like a huge win against the Jets, but then like they lost to the freaking Jaguars. Like these young guys, they might be uber talented, but they got to step up and, and it's really only Herbert. And you know, well, maybe we'll talk about this next Mac Jones. So my question is guys, like, did you see that throw to Kendrick Bourne for the touchdown by Mac Jones, that absolute bullet, right? Like I, I, that was a fucking sexy throw. That was a dart brother. So um, what do you guys think about this kid? I mean, uh, it's fucking to me, man, like anything could happen. But why can't this be the next Brady in that system? You know? Well, I think that, uh, well, Tim, did you want to, did you want to start or? I just wanted, because I was actually looking at the Patriots a bit before. Yeah, go for it, go for it. You know, they're, they're actually at 18 to one now for the Super Bowl, eh? Yeah, it's oh, it's a really good bet. I, I I think we should definitely uh, talk about that right now since you brought it up, Tim. I think it's one of the better bets would be Patriots. Eighteen to one is pretty could have got it better, but eighteen to one, I'd jump on that. You know, like the Chargers right now are thirty to one, and they have the Patriots at eighteen to one. Yeah, I find that pretty uh, interesting. Well, I mean, Pats beat the Chargers, right? Yeah, but who else have the Pats really beat this year? Yeah, outside of like the Cleveland Browns, who are now 500, they never really beat a team with an above 500 record, but they kept the games very close. I believe yeah. next next week they play the Titans. I believe maybe. But they also game. played played the Browns team missing everyone, and Baker Mayfield left the game as well. Yeah. So and and, and in general, in general, Baker Mayfield. I mean, this guy's yeah, not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But honestly, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, like this Patriots team, so. You, I, I think they're going to beat the Falcons. Like, like we'll talk about that in a bit. I do think they're going to beat the Falcons. But is this so? You don't think this team is legit, legit, Tim? They're, they're looking good. They're looking good. But I mean, at the end of the day, they can only do as much as Mac Jones like lets them do. And I don't think he's really there yet in his first year. Just because, like during the regular season, one thing when it comes to you know, it was one thing. And then the playoffs is something completely different. Like we saw Lamar do amazing all year. And then in the playoffs, my, like I, even against my chargers did it that year and they weren't even that great. They just said, we're going to stop him. And they stopped him and they won. Yep. So, 
It's going to be exactly. interesting. I, I, Joe, though, I mean, like, I, I'm not surprised because I kind of said at the beginning of the year that, oh, because it's Belichick, this kid's going to do pretty good. But that, not only that throw, but this this kid is actually look is really surprising me a bit in terms of how, how skilled he is. Yeah, the thing about the Patriots is we we always say right, it's always about that system, that culture, and you know, coaching goes a long way. And they they knew their identity going into the season, bro. And they tried this last year with Cam Newton. Unfortunately, they fell short way too many times. And you know, Mac Jones, what's nice to see this season is you know he's making some of those bigger plays to kind of either keep them in games or you know stay competitive and close out you know some big football games. You know, obviously they had some that didn't go their way. You know, the the miss Nick Fold field goal against the the box. And then, you know, you have that overtime game against the Cowboys where they pretty much had the lead all game, you know, outside of, you know, not closing it out. And then obviously the first game of the season where Damian Harris fumbled all the goal line. So you're looking at a team that could have won more games than they already have. And it's pretty impressive considering you have a rookie quarterback that wasn't, you know, drafted in the top 10, you know, wasn't like what he was overly discussed, but then. San Francisco made ultimately made the decision to go with Trey Lance, but nevertheless, like 13 touchdowns, seven picks, you know, for a rookie season and still seven games to go, like you got to give him his props. I think that look, it's a product of the system. You know, they, they really throw to the tight ends a lot and it's a power running football team. It's a power running football team. They play defense, which they've been extremely good at taking the ball away from other teams. But to Tim's point, you know, they haven't really been playing like teams that are above 500. So, you know, I want to see the real tests. I want to see them play against the Buffalo Bills. I want to see them play against the Titans. And I want to see how Mac Jones, you know, if he's progressed well as the season has gone on. And, you know, 18 to 1 to win the Super Bowl is interesting. I'll give you that just because they're in the AFC. And look, uh, if, if somehow the Bills catch the Chiefs early and they beat up on each other, and then next thing you know, the Patriots happen to be in an AFC Championship game against a division rival that Belichick knows well. Who the heck knows, right? Like, that's yeah. the, the NFL. So well, it's, uh, there's a narrative brewing for Abel Belichick, you know? Honestly, I, I would I would love that, to be honest. I would love I bro. But you know how I feel about the Titans, man. Like, I'm honestly, I'm Panthers to the end, but... I mean, Titans are probably my second favorite team at this point. I fucking love them, but uh, I, I don't, I don't blame you. They keep winning, bro. It's... Yeah, I know, I know, I know you're a Colts fan, Joe, and you know I love the Colts too. But it's fucking ridiculous. I, you know what it is, Joe? I never really loved the Titans, but I think I really like Vrabel as a coach. I think he's my favorite coach in the league right now. Yeah, he's. The, I think he's uh, the front runner now for Coach of the Year. Maybe, maybe, or I mean, if the, the Saints kind of come in with the more like end up making the playoffs and doing well, I think Sean Payton is in consideration too. But um, last, well, maybe not the last thing, but one more Are thing. You, that I could, did yeah. you just did you just mention Coach of the Year? Yeah, Coach of the Year. You want to hear something crazy about Coach of the Year? Yeah, go for it, bud. The third favorite right now is Mike McCarthy to win Coach of the Year. No, Mike McCarthy is the third. Lowest odds to win uh, of the fa- uh, uh, Mike McCarthy of the um, of the, Dallas for CFL, right? CFL coach there <laughs> for uh, yeah. way to throw away games at the end of the game. Coach of the year. Oh, I, I, you know what, guys? This guys, fight, having I, Mike I think McCarthy Dallas would, coach, did, yeah, still have what seven wins despite having Mike McCarthy as your coach. <laughs> guys, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bold prediction right now, okay? Because the Cowboys are gonna finish with a direct the season and I, I'm, I'm making two predictions actually they're going to lose their opening playoff game at home in Dallas and it's going to be because Mike McCarthy is going to make some 
stupid decision, like some really bad in-game decision, a timeout like that's like really silly or just like a bad challenge that's ultimately going to cost them the game. I, I could just see it happening. I, I, I can guarantee you Mike McCarthy will be the reason why the Cowboys do not progress far in the in this upcoming playoffs. 100%. I know we said no guarantees, Joe, before this podcast, but I'll, I'll guarantee that. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck Mike McCarthy. Let's do it. You know what? He he deserves to be on a CBS sitcom with Melissa McCarthy over any fucking <laughs> like like just he's so bad just because like the game against the Chargers this year, right? Their kicker misses three field goals in that game, and yeah. instead of trying to push the ball downfield in the last drive of the game, he like settles. He lets his kicker kick a fifty-five yarder to win the game. Unbelievable! Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, I think they had like thirty-four seconds of one timeout. They ran one play. I don't know. I was watching that live, Tim, and I'm like, what are you doing? I was actually happy. I'm like, just imagine, just imagine what the Cowboys could be if, if they actually had an amazing coach or, or even a half decent one, really. Correct. This, this team, you know, man, it's, um, it's pretty crazy, but uh, I'm looking at, uh, before we get into the goons, I'll just mention this real quick, guys. I'm looking at the ATS standings. And, uh, you know, we talked about the Cowboys kind of having an unsustainable record, but our boys, the Packers, are fucking on a 9-0 uh, cover streak since week one. Where they got it. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Fucking crazy. And uh, here, actually, I wanted to talk about this, guys. We got to mention this because technically we, will, we don't longer have um, um, a team that could finish completely, uh, what, 0-17. The Lions tied the Steelers with Mason Rudolph. And we rag on uh, Big Ben a lot on this podcast, but guys, hold on, Oak. The, the, you yeah. could still get a line on a team not winning a game this season because the, technically they didn't get a win. Yeah, yeah, but there won't be a, a zero and seventeen. Yeah, it won't be zero and yeah, seventeen. Exactly. Yeah, they they're, still they're actually win. only minus two hundred to be the worst team in the league. Wow, really? I think there's actually good value on Houston right now at plus two hundred to be the worst team in the league. I think Houston is going to be. <laughs> Wow. Feel bad. That's two hundred. That's that's that, that that's a bet right there, Tim. He's finding all these uh, problems. I might parley something with it this week. Yeah. <laughs> Why not go for it, bro? You're gonna yeah, Tim. You love those parlays that only come through at the end of the year. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I um, love them when something's alive on it. When it's dead and it's just sitting in my account there, showing like one of the picks is, you know, I can't win it, and it's just sitting there. No, nah, I don't like that too much. <laughs> <laughs> is it safe, though, guys, to say that Mason Rudolph is worse than Ben DiNucci? I fucking hate this guy, man. He sucks. <laughs> no, nobody's worse than Ben DiNucci. Obviously. Uh, ben DiNucci's an accountant. I meant... Actually, that, that one uh, Buffalo quarterback is probably worse than Ben DiNucci. Oh, my God. Nate Peterman. Yeah, he's probably oh. worse. Yeah, you remember, you remember when your Chargers gave him a beating? When they, when <laughs> yeah, it was fifty six. Like, like first half picks or something. I think he had Bro. five picks, five picks, and five passing attempts or something. Was, <laughs> nice. I, I'll, I'll never forget that game, guys. I never saw a line shoot up so much for like, uh, like okay, I, who was their quarterback at the time? Was it like EJ Manuel or? Yeah, it was one of the. It was either Tyrod or EJ. I, yeah, I think, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, Tyrod, but he was also injured, and then they had another guy, and he was injured. Yeah, so it's not like it was a big name QB, but that's the first time in my life I saw a line move so much for somebody that wasn't like a I don't know, like an Aaron Rodgers or a Peyton Manning or a Tom Brady. Like, dude, the game went from literally pick him, and I remember by the time the lines closed, it was minus six and a half. Like, it was almost a touchdown difference, bro. Because Nate, crazy, Peter, what a disaster! 
Nate fucking Peterman. Okay, boys, you ready for the goons of the week? LFG. LFG, Tim, let's get it. Let's fucking go. We haven't got one yet. Let's fucking go. Let's baby. fucking go. All right. Who wants to start with the goons of the week? Let's go. I could go ahead with mine if you boys want. All right. I, I think I think Oak should go first since his last goon got cut. So. Yeah. In, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what, Oak? Just for that, I think you got to yeah. lead us. Okay. So uh, the next player to get cut in the NFL is going to be. Uh, I'll try to pick someone no one likes here, guys. Um, it's been a rough go for the goons lately. I feel uh, uh, the only. Um, I've been taking risks, and uh, you know what? I'm thinking maybe I'll maybe I'll take a more safe play this week. That's not our fucking role, baby. We're going with Dan Arnold, tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars, who quietly has been a tight end one the last few weeks, guys. Like he, the waiver wire steal was Dan Dan Arnold a few weeks ago, and uh, if I remember correctly, when I was doing my um, research preseason, I was looking at uh, the uh, the metrics for. Uh, the tight end position and Dan Arnold was a top tenor in almost every single one of those advanced stats m- metrics. So he's a good player, um, good pedigree. And I, I, I think uh, this 49ers team is good, but I think this is going to be an interesting uh, letdown spot for them after that win against the Rams, which maybe we'll talk about when we go through the games. But I think that Dan Arnold has sneakily been a, a fantasy stud, and I think uh, this could be a week where um, he has two touchdowns. So I'm going to go with the tight end here, guys. I'm going with Dan Arnold for the Jacksonville Jaguars as my goon of the week. The Jags. That's hey, sick. Arnold. Hey, Arnold. Hey, hey Arnold. Dan Arnold. <laughs> Fucking, uh, he's he's not a football head, but he's going to have a couple of footballs in his chest this week. There you go. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's my goon of the week, guys. That's that's cool, bro. You know what? I think Sounds that's going to be an entertaining game, man. Honestly, I can see some nice fireworks going back and forth. You know, the Jags quietly have been decent. Well, like I said, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, yeah. The Jags are only decent if I don't pick them. If I pick them, they lose like 30 points to Geno Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> That goes without question, right, brother? Geno Smith, though, bro, the legend. 3-0 against the spread. Russell Wilson comes back. It doesn't cover. Just saying. Quarterback controversy. Geno <laughs> yeah. Smith, man. All right, All right so you want me to go next? You go ahead, Tim. Okay, so this, this is a player I had my eye on all, all season. I actually have him on like four or five fantasy teams. And, you know, he's starting to pick up, and I think this week he's going to have a great matchup. He, well, he has a great matchup. I think he's going to have a great week. And it's Michael Carter from the Jets running Your back. Your boy. Your fucking yeah, boy. Michael Carter. I, I think um, – I don't know. I, I I heard it's Joe Flacco. Check it's down Flacco. Joe, check down there. Flacco, bros. This no is an interesting one. Flacco yeah. makes a comeback. Yeah, mm. Flacco's the name starter this week. Sick. Yeah. So I'm, I, I uh, think, I'm excited. Uh, no, I think both Michael Carter and Ty Johnson are both going to have pretty decent um, fantasy games, especially in uh, PPR formats. Not yeah. as much in regular formats, but PPR formats. I think they're going to have big games. Uh, I agree, man. I I um. Well, well I'll, I'll save actually any, well, anything about that game until we get to the picks, but uh, I like that, man. All right, Joe, you ready? Yes, sir. Let's roll with the freaking goons. <laughs> All right. So, guys, as you know, I haven't had much luck with my goons because I think about 50% of them always get hurt. But yes. uh, I'm, I'm knocking on wood for this boy this week. As not- long as they don't get cut, Joe, as long as they don't get cut. Yeah, that's true. That's probably just <laughs> that's probably worse. But 
I'm going to roll with one of my favorite teams in the NFL right now, who unfortunately lost their running back for a couple of weeks. But I have a bit of a bias because I drafted this player as my keeper last year because I've tracked them a little bit in college. I'm going to go with A.J. Dillon from the Green Bay Packers, a division rival at Minnesota. And guys, it's a very simple handicap for this because I feel that the Packers have been good this year when they run the football and play hard defense. Like, I really like the fact that they're not making Aaron Rodgers be Superman and have, like, obviously you want to see him have MVP-type numbers, and he's still that guy. But the most success that they've had this year, and as you see, it's been really good for them against the spread where they're meeting expectation, is when they shorten the game, they use that power running game, which they really seem to like using A.J. Dillon, you know, especially some on in some instances on the goal line. And it's just brought a lot of success. So I feel like it's a really good formula for them. They'll probably sneak in a touchdown, and uh, I could definitely see them signing somewhere between 75 and 100 yards. So let's go. And, and it's it. also uh, predicated on the fact that I think the Vikings are one of the more poor teams against the run. So LFG, baby. LFG. I love it, Joe. I think that's great, man. Uh, okay, so to repeat, the goon of the weeks are Tim Big Tim's going, um, our goon champion here. Big Tim's going with Michael Carter. So if you have them, maybe start him. Uh, Big Oak's going with Dan Arnold. So um, enjoy Dan Arnold's last week as an NFL player. And, uh, <laughs> and the big uh, cousin, Joe. Is um sorry, fucking Joe. I'm I'm spacing, bro. Who did you just say? AJ AJ fucking Dillon. <laughs> let's go. All right, guys. Let's talk about the Thursday night game because we got a bit of a disagreement here. Um, we got the Falcons now getting seven points plus seven at home against the New England Patriots. I'll um before we, I'll let Tim and I kind of are kind of already spoke about it. So Joe, what do you, what's your thoughts on this one? Uh, I do agree to some extent that this is a lot of points to give up on the road. You know, it is still a rookie quarterback starting for the Patriots, right? And, uh, you know, there's not going to be any elements variable that are playing in the dome. So, you know, maybe, but that also, you know, historically Atlanta has had a good home field. I know that we're not talking like the Atlanta, like the early 2010s and uh, obviously the MVP year for Matty Ice, but it's, uh, it's still kind of relevant in a primetime game. Uh, but at the same time, I just, as we discussed briefly earlier, guys, I don't know how to read this Falcons team. They could lose by 40 like they did last week, literally lose by 40, or somehow pull out uh, an upset miracle with Young Way Koo walking off a, a late field goal. So, But I just, you know, in, in these moments, I usually tend to go with a better coach, which, you know, undisputably bill belichick so yeah absolutely but look it's it's still a lot of points to lay like if it were a neutral field you're telling me that you know it would be still closer to a one possession you know favorite or you know if it were in foxborough you're telling me that they would be a double digit fave the patriots would that's my issue with it man i mean like we're 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 getting the patriots coming off a big win falcons coming off a big loss man it's like the complete opposite it's like you've the only issue and i think we're all gonna say this um this Patriots team, if they are legit, legit, it's just a hard team to to go against, man. You know? Oh, for sure. It's one of those moments where you just want to kind of ride the wave. And there are teams like that throughout a season where you just feel like, okay, this is going to be the week where they finally break. And, you know, like I was saying that for weeks about the Cowboys and I just kept taking it in the teeth. Yep. So if, if this feels very much like a moment where maybe you ride the wave – yeah. But like I, like I said, I, I just think that the Patriots, they, what I like about them is they know their identity. It's run the football and play, you know, really good opportunistic defense and put Mac Jones in good spots, which they have. And he's been optimal in those yep. moments. And he's done a really good job. And he's, like I said, I really 
you like how he utilizes his tight ends and he seems to have a good relationship with, uh, you know, some of those receivers. And I like the trickery too, that comes out of uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Josh McDaniels, system sometimes. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a nice scheme and look, uh, definitely if they want to have any chance of beating the bills out for that division, they need to win these types of games. So, yeah, I think they're going to win. I think Patriots are going to come in with the win. Uh, but like I said, I just feel this is going to be an interesting close game. Also, don't forget it's a Super Bowl rematch. It seems to be a theme this year. I think on Thursday night, Super Bowl rematches. Could be wrong. Yeah, it's true. Uh, no, I, well, actually, I don't think that's how they do it, right? But because they got to play certain teams due to the scheduling. But so, Tim, what's your prediction then for this game? You said it's going to be a blowout. So, what's your score? Well, I didn't necessarily say it was going to be a blowout. I said it was going to be kind of lopsided. Because last week I said, I think the Patriots are going to throw against Cleveland because they thought Cleveland had the better defensive line. Yeah. But they really didn't. The Patriots were able to run all over them. And Atlanta has one of the worst lines in the NFL. It's like a known thing that their defensive line is terrible. They get no pressure on quarterbacks at all. Plus, they're like one of the, you know, their their defensive coordinator is one of the bigger uh, blitz, uh, blitz package, you know, defensive coordinators in the league. And I, th- I think they're going to have troubles if uh, they can't get to they, – they won't be able to get through the line. And, you know, if, you can't, if you're blitzing and you can't get to the quarterback, you know, you're, you're in for a bad, uh, bad matchup, I think. So, well, uh, for, for, yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I, that's why I, I don't think – especially Atlanta is missing their – like their, all their, like, biggest players are out kind of. All they have yeah, is – Yeah, no, that, that is a good point, Tim. I mean, they really don't got anything really, going. But I picked up Wayne Gallman in uh, a league in my league, which is basically Miracle City right now. But it's gonna happen. But uh, I'm about to I'm about to shock the world in my league, Tim. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I know. I'll tell you this, Tim. I'll tell you. Yeah, I know you hope so because you want me in the playoffs. My team's scrapped. But like, <laughs> but um, Tim, do you see what I'm playing though? It's actually jokes. Like if I pull it off, it'd be pretty. It's possible because I play. I have Jared and Glenn, right? So those are the two easiest teams probably in the league. But then I play both Evan and James, bro. So those are really like, obviously I, I'm probably going to, well, I'm not going to say I'm probably going to lose. I'm going to win, but I'm saying I'm projected to lose. So it should be very interesting. Um, Just quickly before we get, yeah. Yeah. I was in, in your league. I'm just trying to coast now and somehow make the playoffs. Yeah, you have seven wins, right? Yeah. But yeah, I, I've, you, you two pretty, of my top five picks have been out like yeah. for a few weeks now. You pretty much clinched because of your point difference. Like it'd be hard for all of us to win out and all with schedule. You pretty much clinched, but it's eight points. But uh, not to bore Joe because I know you're not in this league. Before we get into uh, the locks of the week, guys, I just gotta ask you: Is your lock um, one p.m.s, four p.m.s, or prime time? My lock is four p.m. Okay, that's a good. Let me check one second. It is. Yours is what time, Joe? Mine's also four o'clock. Okay, perfect. four o'clock. Yeah. So we'll start with the one p.m. So I'm gonna start with my um. Okay, but maybe me and Joe have the same game now. Yeah, it could be. Because there's yeah. only three four o'clock games, so. Yeah. I don't know. Well, if you guys have the same game, that's just gonna be a super lock then. A super. Yeah. Lock. What if we're all on opposite ends of it? Imagine oh, it's that... true, eh? Okay, Tim, wow. I'm gonna text it to you now. Yeah, Hold yeah. On. Make. <laughs> I'll start with mine, guys, and then we'll. Uh... Well, let, you want to... Okay, so yeah. So start yeah, with go, go ahead. Okay, so um, here, here's um, something. It's better than last week, right? Last week you forgot about you. Yeah, that's why. I'm going to start this week because last week I forgot. Um, 
But uh, okay, guys, here is a system that, to be honest, I've kind of always gone with this. You know, like I said, bet a team coming off a big loss, bet a team, uh, bet against a team coming off a big win. But there's actually for this season, um, it's called the Ein some people call it the Einstein model. It's kind of jokes, but basically what it is is a team coming off a non-cover playing a team coming off a cover is 43 and 14 against the spread this year, guys. 43 and 14. That's active on four teams this week. Falcons really? is actually one of them. Yeah. Falcons, wow. Browns. Um, it's Falcons, Browns, uh fuck. Uh, okay. Falcons, Browns, another team that I completely forget. Oh, Jets, Falcons, Brown, Jets, and my lock of the week, guys. Because not only do I think this team is going to cover as a dog, I think they're going to outright win. I'm going with the fucking Indianapolis Colts plus seven against the Bills. I, first of all, don't understand this line. I've been saying all year, I think the Bills are solid. I think they're a great offense. I think they can play great football. I think they're a bit overrated, though. And this line is a perfect example because this Colts team, in my opinion, is a better team than the Bills. I have them higher rated on my power ratings. I think they're going to win this game. And, you know, you might say, oh, Bills and the weather, yada, yada. Fuck that, bro. I think this Colts team, man, they're hot. I think they're one of the best teams in the league, to be honest, definitely in the AFC. I don't even think they're, I mean, you saw, man, they should have beaten a lot of good teams. They held in tough with the Rams. Um, they held in tough with a lot of really good teams all year. And they're still uh, looking like uh, they have a very good chance of making the playoffs. So, I'm taking the Colts here because I think they're going to win straight up. Taking Colts plus seven, that's my lock of the week, boys. Yeah. Also, I'd like to add there that Wentz is used to playing in the cold too, so it shouldn't very really true. bother him too much. Sure, sure. Very good point. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, bro, you know I love this pick. You know, you know me and uh, my underdogs, especially when you're getting a touchdown. Like, of course, you're going to grab it. And to your point, they've held in tight with you know not only the Rams, you know the Ravens. Uh, very, you know, they probably should have beaten the Titans, and you know uh, just a couple of unfortunate bounces here and there, or else they might have a winning record at this point. But I, I really like the way Jonathan Stewart playing, bro. I think that uh, sorry, not Jonathan Stewart. Oh, man. That's a blast <laughs> from the past, Jonathan about, Stewart. I'm thinking about your Panthers from like 2000. Nine, bro. What a legend. <laughs> Remember when they had two two running backs? They had uh, Stewart and uh, what was that guy's name? Jonathan Stewart and uh, was the other one. D'Angelo yeah. Williams. D'Angelo Williams, you know, yeah. If he would have retired like two years earlier than he did, he would have he would help uh, hold the NFL like most rush, uh, highest yards per rush. Yeah, I know. He was good. Thanks, he was uh, very good. I, I love that. I love that dual threat that they had, bro. That was a sick system. And then Cam came in. It's like, oh man, I miss those days. But uh, what I meant to say was Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, and, uh, killing it, killing it, bro. Who's now second in touchdowns this year? You know they they yeah. have a great they have a great offensive line. The Indianapolis Colts. I feel like it doesn't get discussed enough, bro. And you know their pass rush is really good. Absolutely. And yeah, another thing that hasn't good. been discussed enough, bro, in my opinion, about the Colts is how opportunistic their defense has been this year, bro. They're turning over the football, you know. And if you pressure Josh Allen, which I'm sure. You know, the force Buckner and some of the boys are going to be able to do, you know, force them into some mistakes. Maybe Carson Wentz gets a couple of short fields and they play with a lead, man. So give me those seven points all day and squeak out the win. I love it. I, I, I really want, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know if they're going to win. Obviously, can't predict the future. I may be a little biased on them winning, but seven points, like I said, and with that system, just a lot of confirmation there for me. So uh, starting with the rest of the 1 p.m. game, guys, we got the Chicago Bears plus. Five now against the Ravens. Any thoughts Bears. on these one, boys? Bears at home, man. Eh? Bears at home. I, I kind of like the under in this game. Yeah, probably. 
I'm not. I'm not starting Lamar Jackson. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, I, he's gonna. He's gonna get a hundred points. So you know what? Fields has been playing better as of late. He has, and the team in general has also been playing a bit better. It's still gonna be an uphill battle for them to win straight up, but you know it's possible. Yeah, like I think the spot. I think for whatever reason, my gut is telling me Ravens here in a bounce back spot. Like I said, hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, it's not my favorite home dog in this position. The Bears, to me, just haven't been a good team to back as even as a dog. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, it's, this is a spot where I, the Bears, unfortunately, are also one of those teams this year that I just have a very hard time backing. But, you know, we have seen some improvements with Justin Fields. I'll give him that, and he's had some, Absolutely. You know, he's had some stints where, you know, you, you see some positivity, and, you know, this is still a work in progress. And I don't know if Matt Nagy's the guy to really coach him through this, but look – that's neither here nor there. Right now, in terms of winning the football game, I don't know if I necessarily see them winning. I think that the Ravens, after being embarrassed last Thursday, definitely need to come back and take advantage of the fact that, you know, they were very fortunate that the Steelers didn't win last week, uh, the Bengals were on a bye, and also the fact that the Browns got absolutely annihilated. So they still have the lead in this division, but it's going to get competitive. So, you know, they they, they want to take a stranglehold here. They don't want to yeah. get something up. Because, bro, they don't have the tiebreak currently against the Bengals. So. Wow, yeah, well. They, they I don't think that's going to matter personally, but uh, we'll get to that after. Yeah, I know, but you never know, right? This league is so. No, I mean, they could come back again. Sure, and you they gotta destroy them. You got to take care of games where you're expected to win, and this is a position where I expect Lamar to, you know, at least come out with the victory. So, but it is five points. I'll, I'll be very honest, boys. Like I think Ravens win. I don't know if they cover. I think I would probably go with the plus five. Yeah, like. For me, man, because I do think the Ravens would cover and I'm not really looking at that game as like the home dog to take. Kind of makes me think that take the spot, forget the biases, you know? Sure. So I, I to me, though, it's just not one of the strongest. Maybe we'll put it on after. Um, next game, it's uh, one of those Einstein model picks. It's the Browns minus 11 and a half against the Lions. I, I don't give a shit about the Einstein model here, guys. I think I like the Lions. Oh boy. <laughs> I know. I, I'm not strongly, but yeah, to be honest, that's a game. I don't even know how there's a line open because we have no clue who's playing for the Browns. Yeah. Right. Very, very like, sketch. Normally, when a team's missing their, uh, like, it, Mayfield's not 100%, is he playing? I don't, I don't know. Think so. I think Kareem Hunt's think starting so. as quarterback Kareem, this week. No, yeah. Kareem Hunt's not coming back he's this not, week either. I don't think he's coming um, back until after the bye, personally. Yeah. Chubb, I guess he's playing, but. You know, yeah, he should be good. What he did was... he have? Yeah, he had COVID, right? So yeah, so he should be 100%. good. Because to me, Aaron Rodgers didn't look 100% this week. And, you know, he, it's one week away from COVID. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, he, there was no reports of him being sick, though, Tim. Like, he was fine. He was doing radio shows and, you know, being a typical thing. I I think he was just rusty, Rodgers, to be honest, after a week off, you know? A little yeah, distracted, yeah, no maybe. whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. And but, yeah. yo, to the Seahawks credit, their defense has been stepping up lately. I've found so, okay, but yeah, it's actually all um, right. So, yeah. um, can I uh, give my lock next? Um, well, we, we still got we still, you still have some 1 p.m. games to go over. Yeah, it's uh, I have to switch because me and Joe are actually on the same team. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. so perfect. I switched mine. Okay, so what's your lock? And it's in the next game, so it's you the Packer, know. Packers, Vikings. Yeah, okay. So basically, what we were saying, yeah, Rodgers didn't look great last week, but they still managed to win. And also, 
I don't know about you guys, but the Packers defense in the past four weeks, they've had four hard matchups and they've only given up one passing touchdown. They played amazing. Mahomes. Amazing, bro. Uh, yeah, I saw this. It was Mahomes, Wilson. I can't. Who was it the week before Mahomes? Do you remember? Anyways, they, they only gave up one passing touchdown to like four decent quarterbacks. So that's why I'm backing the Packers minus two and a half on the road at Minnesota. I think Minnesota, they're not a team to win back-to-back games. You know? Absolutely not. No, I like They're it good, too. but they're not a team to win back-to-back games. And, you know, they won last week and, you know, they, they won. They outplayed yeah. the Chargers. But, um, but bro, no, you even said they were going to win. It, it was yeah, like a do-or-die spot for the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I had a feeling. I like and, uh, last good. week when uh, when Aaron Jones went down, AJ Dillon looked great. He looked amazing. I said it last year he was a good keeper. He was uh, going to be a good player if they ever if they ever gave him the chance. And now it looks like he has the chance. I think uh, Joe Joe like has something there with his uh, Goon of the Week this week. <laughs> By the way, Tim, the uh, the other quarterback that you were alluding to was uh, Kyler Murray on that Thursday night. Well, there you go, Kyler Murray. Exactly. So Kyler Murray, Pat Mahomes, and Russell Wilson. I love yeah. it. I, I love this, Tim. I um I think this is a good one. It's another one of those games. I don't really like the home dog here. You're not getting a hook. You're getting two and a half. It's less than a field goal. Always scary. Uh, another okay. Here's another reason too. This is actually, I mean, it's not the same thing, but it, I mean, this is what kind of very similar to the, what happened on the, the primetime Sunday night game. Same spread and all too. Two and a half. You had the, the Chiefs on the road playing um, the, um, Raiders. The, the Raiders. And look what happened. You know, that minus two and a half came through. So, Joe, what do you think about this? Are you, you like the backers here? Well, you, you guys know how I feel about my boy A-Rod, so I always back him. But uh, in this spot, I'll be honest, when you're looking at where the money is flowing right now, it's very even. And to me, that gives me more reason to back the Packers because I – I usually, you know, see it as a red flag if there's too much public action. But aside from that, bro, when you look at it, you know, just from a neutral standpoint, divisional game, and the very fact of the matter is Kirk Cousins has never really, like, stepped up and been great so far since he's been in this division against the Pack. And, uh, I mean, look, what's been really the strength of the team over the last month, to Tim's point, surprisingly enough, has been their defense, bro. And they're still missing who is arguably, in my opinion, probably the best uh, safety in the league is um, Jair Alexander. And they're still missing yeah. players, and they're still playing lights out. Like, it's been, you know... The D really has good. really been impressing me, man. And I know they're on a big streak with the ATS. I think that's going to come to an end towards the end of the season as we get uh, further along this season, but... Not this week, man. I think the Packers roll here. They seem to be good against division opponents, too. Seem to cover. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, to, to my point, I think that they're just, they know what this means. You know, division games always matter that much more. You don't want to give the Vikings any more momentum. You know, coming off the big win, they're feeling themselves a little bit, but they have holes, bro. I've watched a lot of teams move the football on the Vikings this year. You know, and this is why, you know, they always came so close to, you know, well, they lost every single game by one possession, if I'm not mistaken. A lot of that can be attributed, obviously, to coaching, but just the sheer fact that, you know, teams are just able to move the ball on you and you're never able to make stops. Like, they're not, they don't strike me as an elite defense. They do apply a bit of pressure. They have a bit of a pass rush, but so do the Packers. You know, they get they got some guys that could get home. So I, I feel just feel more comfortable backing the better quarterback here. I, I love it. Okay, I'm going to go uh, rapid fire through some games um, just because I, I I personally don't really have very strong opinions about them, but if you guys do, just let me know. First one is Titans minus ten and a half against the Texans. This is a stay away from me personally. Texans by ten and a half. 
Yeah, so Texans, Texans are winning by 15. Honestly, I could see the Titans <laughs> losing this game. I can actually see them losing this game. Divisional um, game, bro. Tim, any, any strong feelings about that one? I don't think they'll lose the game, but it might be closer than people think. Yeah. I think it will be. Right, Tyrod was, Tyrod was doing good. You know, I backed uh, – I liked him when he came back. I actually picked him up in some fantasies, but you could tell he came back a week early. So I think this week he'll be back to uh, his old self. You know, I said we don't really have strong opinions, but we all seem to agree on this one. Are we putting the Texans on the big ticket, boys? Is this what's going to happen here? I think so. We're on the big ticket, bro. Let's, let's fucking go. go. Let's, go. <laughs> let's fucking go. I want to back Hot Rod. I want yeah, I want Hot go. Rod on my ticket. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Actually, there's there's a lot of... Oh, I'm telling you, I love this week, man. I, I can put every single one of these games. I like a side for the most part. Uh, next one, I like a lot, guys, here. It's uh, in this game. I like a side a lot. It's Jets plus three and a half. Ooh, nice hook. Against the Falcons. No, uh, the Falcons awesome. are playing two games this week. Yeah, bro, it's <laughs> fucking wild. Against the Dolphins. I love the Jets. Uh, like I said, it's a Einstein. It, that crazy system backs it up. And I think Joe Flacco, I've been waiting for this since they signed him. I think Joe Flacco is a veteran and get the job done. And the Jets are that type of team. You know, they get blown out, then they come up with a fucking upset win. You know what I mean? And this is not Dolphins, good spot to fade them. I like the Jets here a lot, guys. Guys, are we really in a position where we're backing both the uh, Jets and the I, I, don't, I don't know about, I the, Jets. Don't know I don't about know the Jets. You know about the Jets? All right. Well, we, we, I, Miami had a long break, right? They had an extra three days off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the Jets. <laughs> Joe Flacco, the boys, I guess. But, I, you know, but I think at, uh, Flacco's last stint was quite sad, wasn't it? Yeah. Was, was didn't he play a few was, games? It was with the Jets game? last year, no? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and look how good they did last year, boys. Oh <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll stay away from that one then. Um, okay. Um, Saints Eagles, guys. The spread is one and a half. Again, the Eagles with a fucking trappy line. Again, I told you every week the Eagles are the trappy line. Um, They've like been the, the trappy team all year, bro. I cannot figure this team out. I don't know. They are playing good football right now, guys. And Jalen Hurts is looking better and better. After he called them out, this guy's. I can't figure, I can't I figure, figure it out. out. He's becoming a good pocket passer, man. Against the Denver Broncos, man, that's a solid freaking pass defense. Yeah, bro. I, I'm just. Uh, I I don't know, man. I, I just have a big question mark every week when I see the Philadelphia Eagles. So I'll let yeah. you guys assess this one. I'm not um, personally. I'm not like I said. It's the trappy line, so I, um, Eagles would be my play. But it's not I, like it's not one of the strongest ones. Same with. Classic. I, I kind of like the Eagles, to be honest. You do. Yeah. Why Eagles fly? Yeah. Why Eagles fly? Yeah. They've showed a bit the last few weeks, and the Saints, you know, we don't even know if Kamara is going to be back this week. And who are they using Trevor Simeon still? Yeah, like, like the Saints are really good on D. That doesn't scare me. You but know? It's going to be interesting. Like I said, I think the side is the Eagles there. Uh, we'll see if we, we have uh, to add. But uh, the next one, guys, um, unless you were – Actually, no, you know what? I might have to make an executive decision if you guys are against this, but I think you're going to like it. Uh, it goes with my goon of the week. I almost chose the Jacksonville Jaguars plus six against the Niners as my block of the week. I think Jags are not only going to cover, I think they outright win this game, and they sneakily have been a lot better than they were at the start of the year and almost all of last year. They beat the Bills. They covered against the Colts last week, um, and they've won, I think, two of the last four. And they've covered it. They may have covered three of the last four. 
other than that crazy loss to the Seahawks, which was embarrassing. Where we all jumped on the freaking Jags that week. Yeah, of course. That's the week yeah. we bet them. Yeah, right? That's that's the week where they just show a, their complete trash. Unreal. And it must have been four years ago, guys. And this isn't a strong point, but it's a little, you know, me. It must have been a four years ago or something. I'll never forget this. Because I won that parlay that week at the bar, Joe, and I had the Jags. And I remember talking to Joey Laponio. Yes. And I'm gonna message this guy, this podcast. I'm gonna say, Joe, you're fucking you you anyway. So Joey Laponio, we were talking about the games, and I said to him, Here's my parlay. And he's like, I like it. And he's like, the Jags against the Niners were really good at this time, and the Jags were not good. And he yeah. said, You're out of your fucking mind, you're nuts. And I said, Watch, they're not only gonna cover, they're gonna win. And I remember that week the line was also kind of ridiculous like this i just think this niners team is good i think they're going to compete for the playoffs they probably will get out of the win here but i think the six points is over inflation because we just saw them on monday night less week less rest too i i I think the jags have a really good chance of winning this this to me is just such a trappy go with the home dog here i'll start with you joe what do you think I think that first and foremost, what in God's name of the 49ers done this year to, you know, basically warrant, I, I get it. You know, most people are going to rebuttal and say it's more a play against the Jacksonville Jaguars, but I'm sorry. Who are the Niners to lay six on the road? Like, don't look at what happened on Monday night, bro. That's an anomaly. That's a the divisional yeah, game. And, Stafford, about that too. Sorry, and Stafford pretty much gave him a 14 point lead in the Okay. Which, you know, it's, it's not gonna it's not a good recipe for success in any football game. I don't care who you are, you could be the freaking 07 Patriots. So that yeah. aside, like that for me is my first question. And you know, I like what I've seen outside out from that uh, Jacksonville line. You know, they they made um uh, Josh Allen very uncomfortable, which was ultimately what got them to their win, you know, with uh, Josh Allen getting the pick and the sack strip and you know, creating a lot of pressures. And Jimmy G's a quarterback where if you could get some pressure on him, bro, yeah. let's believe he's gonna make mistakes. So, you know, I, and I like Josh Allen a hell of a lot more than I like porn star Jimmy. So give me uh you know, give me the points here, bro. Like, yeah. I, I, I feel like it's another week where we're going to have a lot of dogs come to bark. I, it seems like that way, man. And then either that, or it's going to be the complete opposite, but <laughs> as always, but one other thing I want to say, I'm kind of surprised that this line isn't like, well, I guess it's because of what just happened on Monday night. They saw the bookie saw the opportunity and they raised the line. Could be. But, um, I'm so to me, this is like a classic. After that, they could have made the line three, right? They could have made it even I, I think lower. a field goal makes a hell of a lot more sense than six, right? And, and if they made it three, then you would have had the public being like, Why are the Niners only three point favorites against the Jaguars? You know, yeah, but exactly. with this six, with this six, they're going to get a little more even action. I do understand, I think, why they're doing it, but I, I think what's going to be shocking about this game, guys. I, I feel it in my soul, and wa- like we'll see what happens, obviously. I think the Jags are going to outright win this game. I really do. Covering against the Colts is like, you know how strongly I feel about the Colts? I, I don't know, man. Tim, what do you think, man? Do you think they can win? You know, last week I, I said I was on the Rams because it was a divisional game, and I thought, you know, it, it would flip. But San Fran only plays good in divisional games. Only against the Rams. Honest. Yeah, so, straight up. Basically, all they have to do, the Jags, is take away George Kittle. If you take away George Kittle from uh, Jimmy, he struggles. He really struggles on offense. So yeah, they can... and Eli Mitchell has a broken finger as well. So we yeah, no, know that's the thing. They're, they're running back this week. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I don't know, man. I I I, re- I think you're right, Joe. This just seems like a dog 
come barking type of week, man. Um, okay, the next one is interesting. Um, I'm not going to speak a lot about it because I'm fucking, as much as I ripped on Cam Newton when he was doing shit and being a vegan, I'm so stoked for Cam, that Cam Newton is back over fucking Sam worse than Ben DiNucci. Darnold. But, uh, okay, so we got the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, oh. Sam garbage man, Darnold. Um, we got the Carolina Panthers. Uh, ooh, look at that spreads going up. Uh, minus three and a half against the Washington football team. What do you guys think? Uh, uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. I just want to say, guys, that I don't know about you, and if you saw it live when Cam Newton scored that rushing touchdown, and you know he basically went into the camera's face and just uh, screamed, "I'm back!" But I was fucking pumped, and Tim, as, right? As, as, as a Panthers Dude. fan, like that was exciting, bro. I don't know, man. Like it just, it just. I was so pumped, bro. I I haven't been felt pumped to be a Panthers fan in a long time, to be honest. But when I saw that game, I was like, "Let's fucking go, boys!" For sure. <laughs> and it's and you know what? And it's crazy. It's like we all know, like we're realistic, right? You know, we we know our football. We know Cam is not 2015 Cam anymore. But nope. the excitement, you know, the energy that he's gonna bring, and you know, just that extra step of hope. And just the fact that, you know, they're a 500 football team right now with a really good defense, you know, let's not, you know, take that away in a, you know, when I'm at, um, in a race right now for that seven seed, as we were mentioning earlier, because the NFC is wide open in that spot, you know, and I don't think like the Atlanta Falcons are going to pull through. So look, they could be a playoff team and imagine Cam Newton getting to the playoffs and leading the way, like how exciting of a storyline that is not only for the Panthers organization, but for the NFL as a whole. So I just want to leave by saying that I like this. I really hope that he works out and, you know, just brings that extra, that extra fire and that extra kick that they need, you know, just to get it done on offense right now where they've been a little bit stagnant. Plus let's not forget like the number one fantasy pick overall cmc you know mccaffrey still plays for the panthers like i think they're gonna be uh they're gonna be solid together and make some good plays yep i um i'm excited guys i'm really excited and uh i'll say this biases aside i think this is um it's got the makings of one hell of a run you know what i mean sure. not saying they're gonna make the uh, like the super bowl but if uh, cam does what he did who looks keeps doing what he did in those two plays and he actually can complete a pass i think <laughs> this is i mean tim tim Rob, I we said on the podcast, Robbie Anderson is going to get a boost because of this, and then sure enough, he gets a touchdown. Like this dude is faster than most players, and Sam Darnold's like, "Oh, I'm not going to throw to you." Like, fuck off, bro! <laughs> I fucking hate yeah. Sam Darnold so much. Anyway, guys, um, Sam Darnold, I just don't think he likes Robbie Anderson. He had him in. I, I don't think he likes him. I don't think he likes him. And it, he just doesn't it, like him. Maybe probably you start going for breakfast with him, like Cooper Cup and uh, Matt Stafford do every morning, bro. I, I don't know. I I, th- I used to like Darnold, and now I feel like it's unfortunate. I mean, I I said he was going to do well at the beginning of the year, so but anyway, um, okay. So the, the, that's it for the one PM game. So Joe, I'll let you go, baby. What's your lock of the week? Before I go to my lock, bro, just just to uh, sum up what we were saying about the Panthers game, I go with the Panthers. If I would too, I I would too. I would I would lay the three and a half because, and it's also a play against the football team that just pulled off a miracle last week, beating the exactly exactly. So they're on a high. Heineken's feeling himself. He probably had a Heineken too many this. uh, this (laughs) (laughs) I went against the Super Bowl uh, champions, and they're gonna come out completely flat. And Superman's gonna do it. That's going to the title, Joe. A Heineken too many. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Um. All right. Yeah. So, what's your lock of the week, bro? So, so, to the lock of the week, bro. I'm gonna lead and preface this by saying that I'm not a huge fan of this football team to this point. There's just been a lot of holes and a lot of red flags. 
And Timbis was actually on this with me too. So we'll call it the super lock of the week. Cause you know, we got uh, double, uh, double juice on it. If you will. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, hoping it's what I, what, what I'm like, love. Let's go. Yeah. I'm a fan of this quarterback, but you know, he's coming off an injury. You know, he looked yes. really rusty last yes, week, but, yes. but this, but bro, this is a play on the home field. Like it's on the home field and it's also kind of fading the opposition. That's just been in shambles right now with, uh, with injuries. So without further ado, let's go with the Seattle Seahawks getting two and a half at home against the division rival Arizona Cardinals, bro. Let's fucking go. Look, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 there's so many reasons why you can't like the, uh, the, the, the Hawks right now, bro. On defense, they're a mess. Like, I think they're like 30th to 32nd in like almost every statistical category. It's really been dis- disappointing. You got DK Metcalf calling out his coordinators and quarterbacks. Pete Carroll's like yeah. the in the league that feels like a dinosaur. Yeah. They just can't seem to get into a rhythm on offense. Russell Wilson's forcing deep balls. Like I said, I know he's rusty, but they just really felt out of sync, you know, outside of that Geno Smith game where they just annihilated the Jags. Like I really haven't seen anything impressive out of the Seahawks over the last five, six weeks. But this is a perfect spot to, you know, look at a line and say, that's very fishy. It feels like a trap. You know, you want, you know, you're enticed to go and play the Cardinals, but do we even know if uh, Kyler Murray's playing? I think it's still Colt McCoy, right? It's up in the I think I think it's still Colt I, McCoy, man. You I know, really know I, I highly doubt they bring uh, Kyler Murray back this week, one week before their bye week. Yeah, why I would they? I don't see it either, bro. And I'm also seeing some books put this game closer to pick them now that I'm dropping around. So it's it's a yeah. sign, it's an indication that it's likely going to be big Colt McCoy, who looked more like Blaine Gabbert last week than <laughs> than Drew Brees the week before when I bet against them with the Niners. Niners at plus six, boys, and I couldn't close. But meanwhile, they will <laughs> go out the Rams on Monday night. But that's Snyder here. Course, of course, bro. Of course. But um, no, you know, I love it. I love it, guys. Tim, uh, you were on this game too. Yeah, because it. I'm just that division. Normally, the home team wins. Plus, you know, Russell. That's probably the worst game he's ever had. I think in his career. That's very fair. That's very so fair. I think he, he bounces back. back. I can't yeah, see Russell yeah. Wilson have back-to-back like complete shitters. I don't think he lays an egg at home. I think the the, the energy of the crowd and the twelfth man, and that's always a big, big variable. And they honestly, can't lose, guys. They can't afford to lose. I mean, yeah. When I get points in Seattle at home, even if they, you know, they're not the Seattle of the Legion of Boom from five six years ago, I, I still always like that spot as an underdog. I love it, guys. I I, I love it. Um. Okay. The next four p.m. game uh, is a stay away for me, but if I have to choose a side, I'm gonna go with. Raiders. So we got the Oakland Raiders plus one at home against the Bengals and teams, teams off the bye this week, uh, this year have actually not done very well against the spread at all. Surprisingly, um, surprisingly it's kind of the opposite. So that's uh, might be uh, this year trend. I don't know. But the main reason is even though they, they had that blowout win against the Ravens, something looks off with this Bengals team to the point where, and it's actually kind of similar with the Raiders team. Be honest, this is kind of a game of two like teams that started off really hot. Everyone was like thinking, Oh, these teams might actually make a decent playoff run, and now they look like they're about to fall fall to shambles. So I think I lean the Raiders just because I think uh them losing to the Chiefs. I mean, I don't know, in a blowout, the Chiefs kind of needed that game and they played really well. So I like the Raiders here, but it's not it's kind of a stay away game just because there's a lot of question marks on both teams. Yeah, I, w- I would these pick them games where I just feel like uh, I don't know. I don't like either team necessarily, and uh, they both kind of played a little bit underwhelming of late. So I would just fade it completely. But if I'm with you, Oak, I see more action right now on the Bengals, so I would just probably go with the home team, especially after an embarrassing loss on prime time. 
Yeah, I like Derek Carr better than I like Joe Burrow right now. I think Joe Burrow's protection is always you know very questionable. Yeah, so. it's really unfortunate. Tim, what do you think about this game? You know, the I kind of like teams coming off the bye, so you know I won't yeah. give too much. I just think Cincinnati had some things to work on, and I I think they probably worked on them on their bye week. And I yeah, no, normally I agree. It's just like I said this year, it's been the absolute opposite, man. I think there's only one or two teams that have won even off a of bye. Jamar Chase, maybe. Yeah, but um, no. it's not a game I bet, like I said. And as we're talking here, like we're, we're on to, it could go either way, I think, this one, judging by the spread. And then the game of the week, in my opinion, is uh, the Chiefs against the Cowboys. And the spread is Chiefs minus two and a half against the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to win this one, guys. But it's not a, it's not a strong feeling because this game obviously can go either way. I'd probably go Chiefs here, to be honest with you, bro. There I think this is where they start to figure it out and they start becoming the Chiefs. I hope so, bro. I mean, Pass. personally. Personally, I really hope so. Tim, what do you think? Yeah, I like the Chiefs in this one. You like the Chiefs in this one? Can you not hear me? Yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Yeah, I, was, I like the Chiefs in this one. I just think Mahomes has more to prove this week than uh, Dak does. And... Uh, Okay, well, I actually really hope so, guys. Really hope so. I really, really, really hope so. And I think I think uh, your points are very strong. Tim, I'll let you lead off for the primetime game. Uh, you think the Chargers are going to bounce back here? And is Ben even playing? The spread is now five and a half for the Chargers. That went up against the Steelers. Uh, and uh, TJ Watt's out, right? For the year? Um, I'm not 100% sure about TJ Watt, but I do think... To cover, I, I I don't know if I would take the Chargers, but I do think the Chargers are going to pull out a victory. Yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Yeah, the under, the under. Actually, you guys want to just put the under to end off our ticket? Yeah, let's put the under. Oh no, wait, we can put the under. Yeah, um, I, no, I just yeah, because the, the keys to beating the Chargers is to run to run the ball, and they have Najee Harris, who's a great runner, so they're going to run the ball all game long, you know. And that's going to kill the clock. So that's why I think the game should lean under because the Chargers also are best when they're running the ball too. So, yeah. Joe, you think uh, I would, I would like to, can I use this time to make like, I don't know, some sort of prayer to our coach. Can you just stop using Larry Roundtree? (laughs) Like, please, (laughs) you have Austin Eckler. I don't know if he's still injured or something, but I've never, I don't think I've seen Roundtree break one tackle this whole year. Yeah, it's it's wild. He, eh? He's terrible. He's he's trash. <laughs> he's not trash. He's, he's just young. He's young. When you got Eckler, man, you got to use him all the time, in my opinion. Did, did uh, you see his dance he did after he scored a touchdown? Yeah, he what the a, fuck a was that? From the one, he danced no. for like six minutes. I would have thrown a flag on that. Dude, he did a fucking little number there, bro. What is this dancing <laughs> with the stars or what is this? <laughs> he's for so sure he can dance. This is like so sure you think he could dance. Yeah. He fucking did a ball- ballerina thing there. Nothing against that, but I mean, I, uh, <laughs> I, I was kind of like taken aback. Are you in the commentators are like, what's he doing there? <laughs> crazy, um, bro. So yeah, I'll, like, um, like I normally, well, no, we'll go with the under to end off our tickets. So did you guys want to go with the Eagles or the Panthers as our uh, last on the uh, on the ticket? Who are you? I'll let you guys be the because um, I like both those games. Yeah, I like both of them. I'll let you guys choose. I, I want to go with Cam, bro. Let's get into Let's the get, I like. I want to go. I want to see if this is a streak, guys. Right? I think it's going to be. I really do. I think this is going to 
it's going to be something cool. But I guess we'll see. I'm biased, like I said. So to go over our big kickoff, sorry, I forgot about the Monday night game. Very interesting, in my opinion, because uh, this team is kind of faltering right now in a lot of trouble. We got the Bucks minus 10 and a half against the Giants. And there was a, they, they had a game last year, very similar spread, almost identical. And, and uh, the Giants, Giants won. yeah, almost won. Yeah, I like the Giants here to cover. The G Man, I would go with the G Man too, bro. I don't know what's going on with the Bucks lately, but they just seem very, very. Uh, I don't want to say the complacent. They just seem very. I don't know. They don't have that extra kick, man. I don't know if it's because they're missing AB and Gronk, but they're just they're they're not doing for me lately. Yeah, and I also. Here's something that could play out, okay? I think the most popular money line parlay this week is going to be Patriots, Packers, Bucks. I'm seeing it already on Reddit. The public loves their three-team money line parlay. If the Patriots and Packers, which we both we, we all think is going to happen, if they win that game, there's going to be a lot of parlays that are going to come down to the Buccaneers on Monday night winning that yeah. game. I could see the Giants in that situation coming through with the win. Because they almost did it last year. They, uh, they really did, but I don't I, know. I wouldn't be as surprised as it would have been like three weeks ago with the Giants beating the Bucks. Yeah, because the Bucks are struggling. I would say it's a play against yeah. the Bucks more than a play on the Giants, but should be interesting, guys. Do you think the Bucks could lose two in a row, though? I, you know, probably not. I, you know what? It's, I but just it's think a high they, spread, right? So yeah, they could still, yeah. They might win. I, I think what's ultimately going to happen is the Giants are going to Giants it up. They'll be leading with like one drive left and it'll, they'll get it to like fourth down. Okay. Like in the, the Bucks own territory on fourth and like 17. Yeah. Okay. And then it's going to be like, they got it. Then Brady's going to make a play. And then the Bucks are going to go and end up winning the game. Sure. Classic Giants. You know, they, they do that shit like this all the time. So should be interesting. Surprised. But, uh, yeah, so the ticket uh, this week, uh, boys and girls and dogs and cats and whatever, uh, the locks of the week are I got the Colts plus seven against the Bills. Tim's going with the Packers minus two and a half against the Viking. And Cousin Joe is uh, going with the Seahawks plus two and a half. For a second, I thought we were all going with road dogs here. But we got two road dogs and a home dog. And then to uh, finish up the ticket, we've got – we got the Packers minus two and a half. We got the Texans plus ten and a half. We are not backing the Jets and the Texans. Thank God. Um, uh, we got. Uh, we can't do that. We got the Jag. We can't. We can't do that. We got the Jags plus six. We got the Panthers minus three and a half. And we got and then and then to round it off, we got the under in the Steelers Chargers game. So uh, should be a really interesting week. Any final thoughts, guys? Anything we didn't cover? We didn't really talk about that Rams 49ers game, but I mean, uh, everyone saw it. And uh, I'll give the Rams, <laughs> I'll, give the, I'll give the Rams, uh, I'll give the Rams the, their bye week and let's see how they bounce back against the Packers. That's going to be huge, right? So Yeah, I well, think, yeah. I will say this though. I, it wasn't a good look for Stafford to have two back-to-back primetime games where honestly, you know, turning over the football that way really not only hinders your ability to, you know, cause I still think he's in the MVP conversation, but you know, when you start going up against some of these better teams, I don't think the Niners are necessarily a better team, but it was on the road against the division rival. Like those are the types of, you know, those are the types of things you don't want to be doing in those matchups. So I, I do want to see what kind of adjustments they're going to make. 
I'm sure it hurt to get, uh, you know, Robert Woods uh, out uh, for the season, but now with the additions of OBJ and Von Miller, I'm anxious to see what they're going to be able to bring to the table once they're more in sync with the, uh, with the, uh, with the system. Yeah. It's, I, I'm really looking forward to that match against the Packers. I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, and uh, guys, fucking Thanksgiving next week. Fucking can't wait. It's my, one of my favorite. Oh, yeah. It's year. true. Yeah. For, yeah. for us Canadians. Thursday, baby. Day. Yeah. Sorry. I said Thursday night should be sick. Oh yeah, tomorrow night uh, it's my birthday, everybody. So uh, we're actually uh, hopefully Tim can make it. Uh, uh, depending on uh, some COVID situations, you know, with the testing, Tim gets tested every week too, I guess. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's like on an NFL roster. <laughs> yeah, Tim. Uh, Tim gets tested every week, but he has he's opted out of the the mask wearing as well. So, uh, yeah. but he's fully vaccinated, guys. So don't worry, it's all good. <laughs> I like putting long sticks up my nose, you know. <laughs> anyway, guys, always a pleasure. Um, I'll ask again. Uh, any last thoughts? Well, bro, just a happy early birthday to you, and let this be a profitable weekend. I think that's what we got to focus on, brother. That's exactly so. Um, well said, you... Joe. Well said. Yeah. Tim, any uh, any final thoughts? I think we need to make some money this week, boys. Gonna, I Christmas think is gonna around be, uh, the corner. We want to give everyone gifts this year, you know? Bro, this, that's, be... that's what I'm about, bro. I, I like making money because I'm Santa Claus. I just want to, you know, <laughs> go out and give gifts to the community. And, you know, I want to make it off the backs of NFL players. Exactly, bro. <laughs> exactly. Let's go, baby. Instead of using the elves, I use the I use pro football. Let's <laughs> fucking go, go, go. Okay, that's a bad Santa joke. Let's fucking ho, ho, ho. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm 30, I guys. 31 tomorrow. You can tell with the wow, dad jokes. 31. You don't look a day over freaking 21, brother. You're a stud. No, John, what do you call me again? Johnny, what's the guy's name from uh, Jimmy Vercetti or whatever? Tommy, Tommy, uh, Tommy Vercetti. Tommy Vercetti. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, did you guys see uh, totally random, but you see Busatz's new uh, wrestling character? Yeah, it, it's inspired from Vice City. It, it's pretty sick, actually. Really? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. I, didn't check that out. I think it's inspiring. But uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, well, it's just his name, though. Yeah. It's his, uh, his, Matt family, his mom's last name. Yeah. So, so uh, everybody who's listened to the end of this podcast on YouTube, subscribe, leave a comment, hit that plus icon uh, to subscribe, and then hit the uh, thumbs up. And we really appreciate you guys. There will be a lot more coming as we um, figure this podcasting thing out. It's been a blast. We're going to continue to make more money, guys. Uh, subscribe to the podcast audio version too and uh as always guys uh let's fucking go and we'll see you next let's week fucking on... go. We're gonna go. See, and we're gonna see you next week guys on the fantasy football Goons. all right boys i'll see you tomorrow all right ciao, brothers ciao, ciao.